Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. And you're welcome to the Michael Reed Show with me, Cahill Dervin, sitting in for Michael today. Coming up this morning, Flora McCarthy of the IFA on government plans to indemnify farmers against claims from hillwalkers. Sarah Benson of Ruama on the first conviction of a sex buyer in Ireland under new legislation and what that conviction of a Rithote resident means. And Fine Gael MEP Mairead McGuinness on the latest Brexit developments after Theresa May presented Plan B to the Houses of Parliament yesterday. And it's at the Houses of Parliament that we're going to begin and Theresa May's plan B in terms of the backstop and Brexit because joining us on the line now is Deputy Jerry Adams, Sinn Féin TD for Loud. Good morning to you Deputy Adams. Good morning Carl. Plan B as introduced by Theresa May in the House of Commons yesterday, did you see anything to offer any hope to our listeners and your constituents that we will not return to a hard border? Well it isn't the plan B Carl. Uh, she's playing for time and we can just remind ourselves that this is all a calamity uh, a direct result of machinations within the Tory party in England. Uh, that's where the problem started, and that's where the problem has to uh, end. So, Louth, you know, dreadfully badly affected for the last almost 100 years by partition, enjoying the relative uh, difference in the last 20 years, is bound to be, as the whole island will be, badly affected if the Tories are allowed to go ahead with what they appear to be sad upon doing, which is calamity upon calamity, confusion upon uh, confusion. And what we need is our government to remain very, very firm, uh, very, very tight, and refusing to uh, bow to any of these ridiculous demands from other the Tories are from the Democratic Union's party. You say she's buying time, but I mean, we are running out of time. The 29th of March is less than 10 weeks away. Well, that's true, but I mean, all, all we can do and remember uh, this government, well, at least its predecessor, uh, its response to Brexit when it emerged was pathetic. Uh, I mean, it reflected also the position of the Fianna Fáil uh, leader. That improved when Leo Varadkar and Simon Coveney came in as uh, Taoiseach and as Tanister, and they did present, and we urged them to do so. Uh, a better all-island position. But what they have avoided doing is challenging the British government or indeed the European Union to accept the democratic vote of the people in the North. We, we have to remind ourselves that the majority of people in the North voted to remain. And that's, that's a crucial part in the argument, which has not been effectively put for, for, for whatever good work has been done by the government. They have not put that case 
as they should put that case. And the reason they don't do that is because they're tied into the niceties of not offending unionists too much and also of recognising the constitutional, current constitutional position that the North remains uh, temporarily part of the union. So I think what the government needs to do is to focus in on the way the, the, the entitlements, the rights and the vote of the people in the North have been ignored by the British government. And yet the DUP are now and still remain major power brokers in Brexit. Yes, but that, as I said before, uh, will end in tears. It's temporary. Uh, we have to have a long view. If you, if you want to look 10 years up the road and then work back to this position, the DUP position is totally and absolutely untenable. Its current position of supporting Brexit runs against the interests of the business sector in the North, the agricultural sector in the North, the small business sector in the North, the community sector in the North, and generally against the wishes of the majority of people in the North who voted to uh, remain. I also have to say, and I've, I've, I've taken issue with the Taoiseach and the Tanishta on this matter in the Dáil chamber last week, the government has actually acquiesced on the issue of rights in the North. <clears throat> you will recall, Cahill, in December 2017, there was a joint report, and the Taoiseach at the time described that joint report, and I quote, as rock solid, as cast iron, and politically bulletproof. And paragraph 52 of that report said specifically, and I quote again, that people in the North who are, who are Irish citizens will continue to enjoy rights as EU citizens, including where they reside in Northern Ireland. And the Taoiseach said that everyone born in the North will continue to have the right to Irish and therefore EU citizenship. Now, he went on to say that no one in the North would be left behind by an Irish government. But that commitment, which I have just uh, read out to you, that commitment that is a very specific commitment to those who live in the North is missing from the withdrawal agreement. And the government is yet to give an explanation for why something which the Taoiseach described as rock-solid, cast-iron and politically bulletproof, why that is missing from the withdrawal agreement. And that's why we have to keep our eye on this government, on this Taoiseach and on this Tannister. There is a feeling, Deputy Adams, that all these developments in Brexit are, o- are only going to push the, the calls for a referendum on, on the island for a united Ireland and the possibility for a united Ireland. What do you say to that? Well, it certainly has put a focus on, on the issue. Sinn Féin have had a long-standing position going back to the Good Friday Agreement, which we helped to negotiate and which I personally was involved in. And that is that there's now a democratic and peaceful way to decide the future of this island by way of a referendum on the union. And Sinn Féin have made it very clear that we want to see that uh, referendum established. And we also want to see those of, of us who want Irish unity winning that referendum. And I think, furthermore, that that should be the position. And Mary the MacDonald made it the point very well yesterday of the 100th anniversary of the first doll when she said the government should establish a forum to look at the future of the island to look at how the island can be shared how we can work out our own uh, 
way of governing ourselves. And, you know, the government won't do that. The go- why, why won't the government? You, you plan, or you're supposed to plan on everything that you do. Every sector needs a plan. You, you, you want to set up a small business, you're asked for a business plan. We're, we're in a, 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 a really dangerous, difficult, uh, challenging phase in our history. And yes, there, there will be opportunities coming out of it. But the government doesn't have a plan 100 years on, 100 years after partition, uh, of engaging and developing a forum to decide on the future. Why? Why well, do does you, the government not have such a plan? Do you think, Deputy, that Theresa May and the DUP are pushing that call for a referendum, are pushing it closer to reality with their current stance? Well, I don't want it. And, and, and my own uh, personal view of this is that we will only get such a referendum when an Irish government demands it. And we will only get an Irish government demands it when we get an Irish government to make that demand when it becomes a popular uh, demand. That's certainly a popular demand among uh, nationalists in the North. It's an option which has been looked at by those who want to remain within the European Union, who would be from a unionist heritage, but who now realise that perhaps the only way to remain within the European Union is through a United Ireland. I'm not saying that they're becoming United Irelanders, but they certainly uh, respect, acknowledge and enjoy living on an island where we can travel back and forth. I mean, if you're moving from Dundalk or from Drogheda to Newry uh, next, after, after this goes through, are you going to need a green card? Well, there was a report yesterday that only 60 lorries from the north will be allowed into the Republic every day. And the Confederation of British Industry has warned that the Brexit, as it stands, with no-deal Brexit, will cost industry in Northern Ireland £15 billion over the coming years. Well, there, there are the latest stats in a, a never-ending list of stats which all prove that Brexit is bad for the people of this island, which is why, obviously, those people in the north have voted to remain voted to remain. And as I said before, Cahill, that should be respected. Were you concerned that the Good Friday Agreement was brought into debate, even though Theresa May has said it's not up for discussion? I'm trying to distinguish between what was press reports and what is, you know, reality. Uh, Obviously, there can be no unilateral movement away from the Good Friday Agreement, even though the British government are remiss on elements of the Good Friday Agreement they cannot change it without uh, the say-so. And because it's an international treaty, it cannot be done without the say-so of people on, on, on this side. And so I, I, I don't have concerns about that. I think that in many ways is a bit of a distraction. I do have concerns with what the Tanish has said uh, in the debate today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was part of last week when he actually uh, praised the uh, British government for, uh, you know, for recognizing its own ob- obligations under the Good Friday Agreement to its credit. Now, the Taoiseach knows that that's stuff and nonsense. He knows that the British government are remiss in terms of their obligations on a range of issues, from legacy issues, from the Dublin Monaghan bombing, holding up uh, inquests, and then currently the ongoing difficulties which led to the collapse of the uh, administration of the government in the north, which is Irish language rights and other rights which are available in England, Scotland, Wales, and in this uh, state, but which are not available to the people in the north. What do you say to those new IRA members who have caused chaos and and brought real terror to the streets of Derry since Saturday? Well, they've they've hijacked the name IRA. Uh, The the IRA have gone. Uh, Whatever one thinks about the IRA and its actions in its time when an open, democratic and peaceful way to establish Irish unity was established the uh, IRA leadership and the IRA, the vast majority of Republicans indeed, responded positively and sensibly uh, to that. What we're seeing in Derry are acts of hooliganism they are not in the interest of the people of Derry, they don't have the support of the people of Derry there's no rhyme or reason to it at all. And, you know, what LMFM should do is go looking for the spokespersons for these groups and ask them the rationale behind what they're doing. They should go away. Are they responding to Brexit or are they responding to the lack of a government instalment at this present time? It's, 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 there have been actions. Instalment has been in place. Remember, one of the, the largest uh, fatalities and one of the biggest fatalities was on OMA. Uh, not long after the Good Friday Agreement, and when things were looking very, very uh, bright. So the, the small, non-representative groups and the isolated incidents that they're involved in are not in response to any particular uh, scenario at any given time. They, they are just the workings out of a silliness and of a nonsense. But does, the, does this intensify the need for both yourselves and for the DUP to get back talking and get back into Stormont? Well, there's always an onus upon those of us who have the mandate to govern to be in government. But you can only be in government in the North if it's a coalition, and a coalition can only be put in place in terms of agreements. And that agreement at the moment, uh, the DUP have chosen uh, to side with the Tories against the interests of the people in the North as opposed to with Sinn Féin and other parties in the interest of the people of the North. Sammy Wilson did say yesterday that there, there is a, an opportunity for, con- for conciliation in terms of their agreement with the Tories. Do you think it's time now for the DUP to offer conciliation to Sinn Féin? Well, I, I mean, Sammy's Sammy. And, you know, I, I don't you know. I, I got on personally well with Sammy Wilson when I was up at Stormont. Uh, but, he, but he plays to uh, the audience too much for by liking, uh, at, at the moment, he and his party 
are led by their Westminster group, who are probably a bit carried away with themselves uh, because they have this arrangement with the uh, Tories. And the Assembly group needs to assert itself. The, the DUP uh, needs to face up to its responsibilities. And the two governments, you know, I I heard the uh, Tommy Sergeen talking about two problem parties, and Simon Coveney knows <laughs> two problem parties. He he knows. I mean, he 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 met the DUP uh, about two weeks ago for a formal meeting. That's the first time in over a year that they actually agreed to meet with the Tannister. So this is this is a, a nonsense being peddled that there's a problem with Sinn Féin and with the DUP. The DUP have a have a one which is essentially fundamentalist, and it's what's dictating the pace as well as its uh, Westminster Baron uh, cadre of of leaders, as, as opposed to Arling Foster. Who knows that there are going to be Irish language rights? Who knows that there are going to be marriage equality rights? Who knows that there are going to be women's reproductive rights? She knows all these things are going to uh, happen. She'd be better making it happen on her watch, and the sooner the better. I do, Deputy Adams, want to ask you in a second about the nurses' strike, but before we do, can I just ask you, do you fear a return to the hard border, and do you fear an escalation of the type of violence we've seen in Derry this weekend, if there is a hard border introduced? Well, first of all, I think we will see off those who are involved in Derry, and all of us must make a stand uh, against them. You know, there's an argument, hard border, soft border, I don't want to see no border at all. It's very simple. Uh, what, what, what we've been able to do for the last 20 years is to make the border increasingly irrelevant. I want to see it gone. I want to see a referendum. I want to see me and you and everybody else in the island deciding our future. I don't want our future to be decided for us by anybody uh, else. I, I think we can make agreements with our unionist uh, neighbours on the way forward based upon equality. So my, my concern about Brexit isn't that it will play into the hands of that small minority who are engaging in these acts of hooliganism. It's more got to do with uh, our rights. It's got to do with our economy. And it's got to do just with the sociability, especially in a border country, of people. This has got to do with people. This has got to do with people who... who uh, should never have been prevented from moving from one part of the island to the other part of the island. And when you when you reduce it down up to the you know the borderlands, that's that's not being able to go into a neighbour's field or even go into your own field or or to up the road or to to, to bribe produce or to do business. Uh, that's that's where my concern is. It, it, it will have catastrophic effects unless unless. We decide that we're going to sit to, to to figure out the future for ourselves, and unless the government has moved to bring about that forum, as Mary Lou called upon him, called upon the Taoiseach to do yesterday, a forum to look at the future. How, how are we best served on this island? More division, more uh, temporary uh, arrangements, or a real republic, a new republic, new Ireland, a shared future for everybody on the island. In terms of the nurses then, Deputy Adams, the, a meeting yesterday between the HSE, the Department of Health and the Nurses' Unions, 
produced no outcome uh, to their bid to call off this strike on the 30th of January. What's your message to the government and how they're treating nurses at this moment in time? Well, the government have set its face at this time anyway uh, against dealing with the nurses the way the nurses should be uh, dealt, dealt with. And let, and let me say that Sinn Féin supports the ambulance uh, drivers, the PANA, ambulance drivers who are on strike, and uh, that, that, that includes uh, at uh, the light at the county the county hospital, which is the sort of the head office for the ambulance drivers in 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 our constituency. So, you know, the 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 ambulance drivers should have the right to belong to a union of their choosing, and the nurses need to be dealt with uh, pro- properly. Have you, have you look over any of the uh, detail of what's been happening? Uh, over, over over the recent uh, past, the, the government spends 1.4 million euros on agency nurses every single week. In in Our Lady of Lourdes, in the Louth County Hospital, working conditions for nurses have become increasingly uh, difficult. And then and there, uh, in 2017, the HSE, the government spent. 13.5 million euros on agency staff between those two hospitals. That's, that's a ridiculously uh, short-sighted policy. And I, I, I met with uh, the INMO General Secretary and with their Northeast representative, uh, David Miskell, just about two, two three. But I, I talked to them at a telephone conference uh, just, just recently. And they they told us that last November was the worst ever month for overcrowding in our emergency departments. That in 2018, almost 110,000 admitted patients have been forced to wait in emergency departments. And just recently, Dr. Fergal Hickey of the Irish Association of Emergency Medicine, he described the emergency departments as warehouses for admitted inpatients. And he said the problem was not enough beds. Well, and obviously, Cahill, you want more beds, you need more nurses. And well, that means tackling the problems of pay. It means tackling the problems will, of retention. We will, Deputy, return. Yes, we will, Deputy, return to this subject in the very near future with you. But thank you for your time this morning. Thank That's you, Deputy Cahill. Jerry Adams, Sinn Féin TD for Loud. We'll be back after this. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.